Uh, hi, this is Katie Cook, a comic book artist and writer of many things, including My Little Pony and stuff for Marvel and Star Wars and blah, 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 blah. You are listening to the Nerd Dome Podcast. Thank you. Headphones on. Let's do this. Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dome Podcast? Are you done? No, I'm not. You're going to have to deal with that shit for the entire fucking episode. I'm sorry. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerd Dome Podcast, episode 161. I'm your podcaster without fear, Luke, and today I'm joined with... I'm the agitated Kyle. Pushing buttons today. (laughs) Button, 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 button. He's about to be so agitated. (sighs) Yeah, I know. I can do things like, where's the button? Where's the button? Where's the button? There's the button. Like this. Oh my god, you're gonna blow out somebody's eardrum. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Yeah. 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 What do you do? Oh, shit. Pushes buttons, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> I push it to buttons. <laughs> and what else? I write for Watch, Play, Read, Bleeding Cool. I do the movie review things on the Rants and Reels, and I wrote a book. And you also learned how to do a standing backflip. It's pretty impressive. I did. I did. I did that between podcasts. Mm. On Only the, threw uh, out the, your back the, twice. On the, the Utah Outcast podcast yeah. shows. There it is. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Drug it out of you. You're so good at this self-promotion thing. I'm so I proud of you. No, I'm amazed. I'm so good at it. <laughs> so good. I am the superior Caitlin Booth. I have returned from two plus weeks of being sick and traveling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been. In, I am the editor in chief of Bleeding Coal, and I in the last two weeks I covered CinemaCon in Las Vegas. Was home for all of five days, and then I went and covered Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, and got home on Monday, very very late. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy to finally be back here again. It's been a while. I don't even know when the last time I was here. I don't think I, I ever got to sleep to... in my own bed. It was very nice. Um, I don't. I wasn't even here when we ended up talking Captain Marvel. I think that was after I had gone to California. Yeah. yeah, I think it was like the week after you went to Cap to California. Yeah, I've been traveling a lot recently, and I'm going to be traveling again very soon. I I go to D.C. in like a week for um, a wedding. Just but... Throw a tomato at Trump, and we'll <coughs> okay. All right, sounds good. I'm fine with that. Excuse my my voice and my coughing and everything. Like I said, I've literally been sick since like four days before I left to go to Vegas on the 31st. (laughs) And uh, I just really never recovered. And man, let me tell you, doing cons is exhausting enough on its own. Trying to do cons while you're in recovery from being sick and or sick is just zero out of ten, man. Would not recommend. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I brought back swag for everybody. You did. You yeah. did. You did. And hopefully uh, you didn't also bring back viruses. I probably <laughs> did. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, in the, I'm in the process of the incubation period. And they say that it's like three days with, for a virus to incubate. And I One got here on Monday. Chicago so. viruses. Oh, well, yeah. It did, yeah, it did those snow. are the best kind. It did snow on Sunday. It snowed at a celebration for the first time ever. They're like, never again, <laughs> only in Southern California and Orlando. Yeah, we're like, yeah, it's a real coincidence. Snow's on Sunday. On Monday, they announced 2020s in Anaheim. So, hmm. thank God. That was a miserable affair. I'm really the, glad I didn't have to wait outside for Indy line for the Mandalorian like everybody else did. <laughs> yeah, the, the weather here was... Like, when I, I was joking with the guys at work, when I uh, opened my door to get in my... Like, to go to my car, it felt like... Isla Nublar and I was trying to find my way to the East Dock. It was just like pouring down and I had to like run. And then I forgot my keys in the house. So I then had to run back. It was, I was basically Newman. I, so the state snowed was on Sunday and I was staying in a hostel that was pretty close to the Metro line. And I had the first like two blocks were mostly covered. So like I just ran between the, uh, between on on the crosswalks and everything, and then for the last half a block until I got to the very sketchy underground pass to get to the st- train station, it was out in the open. So I just mm-hmm. ran with like my twenty five pounds of camera equipment <laughs> on my back, <laughs> and I get there and I'm, I'm I'm a little wet, but not too much because I didn't bring proper jackets. Mm-hmm. And um, I get there and I look at the train schedule, and it's a full hour before the train gets there, and I do not have that kind of time. I need to get there so I can get my shiny wristband to go to my to go to the panel for the Mandalorian. So I end up having to get a lift. And getting a lift means waiting outside. And by the time the lift came, I was just covered in snow and You're everything like, was miserable. just <laughs> soaked. And the reason why the posters I brought you guys are in this plastic bag was that was how I s- protected my posters. <laughs> is I wrapped, I rolled them up into a ball and then I borrowed this, pa- I got this plastic bag from another journalist and I put the plastic bag over them and then I shoved them in the corner of my <laughs> <coughs> outside pocket of my new camera bag and I th- they they managed to make it home in pretty decent condition, all things considered. So I need to get you that gin or so poncho. Mm. Just get you one that you can just keep with you at all uh, times, a, is, just in case. That is do. a good looking poncho. It so. is a good looking poncho. <laughs> it's a fashion poncho. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, but we'll get to Star Wars later. Yes, we mm. will. Oh yeah. But uh, we'll start out with some other news that I got. News? Hey, <laughs> no. It doesn't work when it's oh. not a full house. It really doesn't, and yeah. I'm not I mean, Ryan busy. always does it by yeah. himself, and somehow... <laughs> well, it's, it's actually, primarily Ryan. <laughs> yeah, behind the scenes Ryan. of the podcast, when the, the news thing is said, it's just Ryan, and he's doing mm-hmm. all of the voices at the same time. It's actually pretty <laughs> impressive. Wait till you guys see it live in a couple weeks. Um so we got a new Dark Phoenix trailer earlier today. I'm about ninety percent sure this is the one they showed us at CinemaCon. Yeah, and it's it's better <coughs> than the other two. Has not it's raised my excitement level at no. all. It's, but it's, it's still very very meh. <laughs> I don't have any high expectations that the no. X Men series is going to get to go off on. A, it's Swan Song is going to be anything. Mm-hmm. To write home about, which is a shame because I'm on Team X Men First Class is the best X Men movie. Come at me, bro. Oh yeah. And well, the fact that that series started out on such a high note, and then I'm on, I'm also on Team Days of Future Past was, uh, it was fine. It was and, okay. And well, then I mean, it just, it and then Apocalypse happened, and it's just, I, uh-huh. I'm so disappointed that this series is once again mm-hmm. gonna. This cast is so good. 
and they really do deserve something better. They deserve a better yeah, movie. They're they're completely underutilizing the cast. They're yeah. just wasting them. They really are. How do um, you waste John McAvoy? How do you waste Michael Fassbender? <laughs> yeah. Watch the apocalypse. Um, yeah. How do you waste Oscar <laughs> Isaac? Yeah. Put Remember, him in Oscar all the Isaac was in that movie. He was apocalypse. How do you turn one of the most expressive actors of our generation into somebody who looks like he's about to fall asleep standing up? Ivan Ooze. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> funny thing about it, first class. We talked about it last week. Uh, there was an interview with uh, Mark Strong, and oh, yeah. he originally was going to play Kevin Bacon's role. In, oh, that would be cool. But then he had just done like three bad guys in a row, oh. and he's like, I don't want to do another bad guy. And then he saw the movie, and he's like, man, I kind of wish I was that bad guy. Because <laughs> he can speak German, so it oh. it would have made the stuff at the beginning so like more authentic. Not that Kevin Bacon <clears throat> did a bad job in that movie. Was, no, it, no, he just... He's fine. He just kevin Baconed his way through. Yeah. and it's, is, I mean, you got exactly what you expected. Yeah, I thought he was fine. It's the helmet. When he puts the helmet on he and like his nose goes up a little bit, so it's like he's got Miss Piggy nose under the Magneto helmet, and I laugh at it every single time, yep. even when I know it's coming. I love that movie. Um, it's the best X-Men movie. But yeah, no, the trailer. It's also the gayest X-Men movie in the entire <laughs> world. Maybe that's why it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we got some more Jessica Chastain in this trailer. I love her, um, She's awesome. Um get to see some more space stuff than they've shown in previous trailers. I mean, the the space stuff looks like it's just going to be that one scene, which is a shame. I'm sure it is, because that would have been the most challenging thing for them to film. So, of course, they cut it to a minimum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because now we will never see the broccoli people. No. This is our one chance to get the broccoli people. (laughs) The broccoli people are going to be killed off screen. (laughs) Like, can you believe she killed the broccoli people? And we're like, what? What broccoli people? No! They did it off screen, you sons of bitches! That's why I paid my $8 to see this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Next bit of news. uh, There was a new trailer for uh, The Swamp Thing. DC Universe's Swamp Thing came out today. Mm -hmm. And then a report immediately after the trailer. It was actually the other way around. Or was it? Yeah, the report about the things unexpectedly shutting down came first. Awesome. And then the trailer dropped a couple of hours later. So it said that the production on DC Universe's Swamp Thing has unexpectedly shut down as the show will now be shortened. According to William, Wilmington, North Carolina Star newspaper. And then also um, reconfirmed by the Hollywood Report later in the day. Yeah, it said that uh, Warner Brothers Television suspended work on the show Tuesday, April 16th, and said the show was being rewritten to end with episode 10. The series was announced as a 13 episode first season that was set to be finished filming in May. Uh, according to the newspaper, uh, Swamp Thing actor Virginia Madsen posted, but then later deleted, a message on Instagram saying, I'm beyond sad. What a terrible decision. Uh, we have been cut to the core by those who have never set foot uh, into the swamp. And despite the rule, I'm going to use the hashtag, hashtag Swamp Thing. Um, Star News went on uh, to say that it's currently... In production progress, uh, being shut down earlier than expected as its producer, Warner Brothers, evaluates the future of its DC Universe streaming service. So there's a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, First of all, I don't know how many people know this, but the DC Universe streaming service is not available in a lot of countries. It's mostly only available in the Or on Xbox Mm -hmm. or PlayStation. Uh, It's on Xbox now. They just put it on there. Oh, okay. Very recently. So there's that. Um... 
and it's just it has all I I haven't I don't have a personal subscription I'm borrowing somebody else's at the moment because I have enough subscription services but I did watch Titans and I really did enjoy it um, I, I know Ryan loves it yeah Ryan Titans loves Titans and lot, Doom Patrol a lot better than I had I thought it had any right to be and I've heard Doom Patrol is even better it's a show Titans very much for me felt like a show that needed to be binged so I'm assuming Doom Patrol is similar so I'm waiting until the season ends and then I'm gonna watch the whole thing um, but I've I've heard that the content has been very good. Everybody who wanted good, more Young Justice got more Young Justice, and they really enjoyed it. And, mm-hmm. you know, they they finally made it part, you know, their version of Marvel Unlimited, which I was thrilled about. I was telling you guys about this off mic. I've always wanted to read more Hellblazer and John Constantine, but I've never had access. And I was looking forward to getting on the DC. I was actually, this that was actually the thing that was making me considering getting my own subscription was I wanted to read Constantine Comics because I've never gotten a chance to really dive into the character the way I've always wanted to. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm, I don't know, it's, it would be really disappointing that, they, that the, the model they have is a good model. I like the idea that they're going to be releasing, I like the idea that every single week, regardless of what's going on, there is something new there for you to watch. I like that idea. I like the fact that when Titans ends, Young Justice begins. When Young Justice mm-hmm. ends, Doom Patrol begins. When you there's know, no downtime. There's no downtime at all. You always have something new, and it's always w- just one episode, so you don't fall ridiculously behind. Mm-hmm. I like that idea, that consistently new content, that's a very good idea. Adding the comics, very good idea. We've been saying this for years, that DC needed their own version of Marvel <laughs> Unlimited. Yeah, The fact really that did. it sounds like it might be all falling apart is really disappointing to hear from me. I think yeah. there's a lot of potential here, and, and all of... And there's no good reason. There's no good reason no, for it to fall apart. No, they it should be doing fine. They need to get it out on more devices. They need to get it yeah. out in more regions. But aside from that, it should be it should work. There's no reason it shouldn't mm-hmm. work at all. Mm-hmm. And the fact that of all the shows, it's going to be Swamp Thing that ends up getting that suffering. The one for. that ha- the one that narratively has the best chance to bring Constantine over because yeah. the Constantine Swamp thing, those are some of the Matt best Matt Ryan comics. is like, well, he wants to play it. And of co- what if those are the last three episodes that they cut? Mm-hmm. We're going to be the Constantine tie-in. I would uh, angry. And that's like, Swamp Thing was the thing that made me want to get this. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've been waiting for Swamp Thing. And then I the... see this and I'm like, because the... The little teaser trailer thing they put out looks awesome. I'm yeah. like, yeah, Swamp it Thing. The, it had the most potential. It had the most uh-huh. potential for a really, really interesting show that could really expose people that aren't familiar with the, you know, the the B, C, and D class uh, hey, DC you watch your comics. Mouth. I'm just kidding. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> just accept it, Luke. It's fine. Yeah. I know. I love him. It's okay. Yeah. Swamp, swamp Thing is, is a, a D-class hero. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> was that 80s movie. <laughs> but then again, that so was... <laughs> but then again, you I know, so... I loved the show and the, 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 the cartoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. cartoon. But then I again, you know, we, we all have to remember that pre-2008, so was Iron Man, so, you know. Yeah! That's true. Yeah, he was. That's true. Those are the most interesting characters, yeah. though. Yeah. I, I still think, uh, like, I'm glad that they're, they finally have an app for Xbox mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I honestly think that, like, th- I'm the target market for this. And when I'm like, I'm not going to sit there and watch it on my phone. I'm not going to sit there and watch it on the computer. 
I'd like to sit on my couch and watch it on my Xbox, on my PlayStation, on my Switch. Make a fucking app for yeah, any of these Xbox things. Now. And they didn't do... They should have done that at launch. Mm-hmm. They should have been like, here you go. I guarantee yeah. you that the launch would have been better if it was more accessible yeah. to people. Well, and I'm amazed how many of these streaming apps are not even compatible with uh, the Chromecast. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't just Chromecast it to your TV. Yeah, I don't... I don't get it. And I've been complaining about that since since day one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I get it. They want it to be like, you know, the mobile app, the iPad, so you, they can integrate the comics I mean, reading got, into I've got it. I've my iPad sitting right here. That's what I watch Titans yeah. on. Yeah. See, it's like, and that's fine, like, if I am have it propped up. But if I'm at home, I want to kick back on the couch and watch it. I, if I want to watch well, it yeah. with more than one person and I don't have yeah, the, I can't, I can't do the... Uh, even if the Chromecast worked, I couldn't do that either. I just, yeah. I've got the, got the gaming consoles. I've got a smart TV, mm-hmm. not an app for any of them. And I think that really killed it. Like, again, for me, a target market, I didn't get any of it because well, it, of the accessibility yeah. of it. Well, this really kind of, this really kind of highlights the problem that the streaming market is having right now, mm-hmm. where you have, you have so many different platforms and so many different apps. The apps aren't available every, everywhere mm-hmm. on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so hard to just keep track of, oh, okay. So you've got, your, you've got this show on Netflix. You've got this show on Hulu. You've got this show on uh, your, your WB. Amazon Video, you've yeah. got this show on your Amazon. This app only works on the Xbox. This one only works on the PlayStation. This one only works on the, on the, on the, the, mm. the PC or, yeah. or on your, your Apple device. Yep. You, somebody fucking put them all together. Yeah. Make a Steam make, make a, a Steam make a app Steam. for all of the streaming <laughs> services. Yes. They're all in one spot. There's probably someone that already does oh, that, but I don't I'm, know of it. I'm, I'm sure. Um, but kind of going off of that streaming thing, we're going to start to talk about the Star Wars stuff, but we're going to talk about the uh, Disney Plus. The Disney Plus. Because we weren't, I don't think we recorded... Well, was there anything that happened at CinemaCon that you guys wanted to ask me about? Yeah. What was your favorite thing that you saw there? What was CinemaCon? Like, <laughs> how CinemaCon is how is, is a is trade show that happens in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's for theater owners, but they do like let, let members of the press in, and they do all the big studios do presentations. What was your favorite presentation that you saw? Uh, let's see. Paramount did a great job this year. Um. Sonic looks really bad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's just it, right it, here it, in it my soul. It, it triggered a conversation feeds. as to whether or not Robotnik is a daddy, which was a very interesting uh, thing feeds. to watch on Twitter. Because it was, I love Dens, you sent me the stuff and I talked about it. I, I talked about it on the episode uh-huh. you sent it to me. And then Dens tried to pile on. I was like, <laughs> no, I, I am too strong I for your sitting, hatred. I was sitting right next to Dens in the press room when he did that. I was like, I am too strong for the hatred. <laughs> All you're doing is making me love this train wreck even more. Um, yeah, which that that was an interesting conversation <laughs> to watch happen. Um, I love my colleagues. You guys are all the best. <laughs> uh, the fact that that became a topic of conversation is always one of my favorite things. Um, Terminator looks really good. Terminator looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I hope you should have seen Ryan's face when we told him mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton was in it. He uh-huh. was like, no, she's not. And she turns around and, and says, we showed it to him. I'll be back. We showed him mm-hmm. the picture. We just showed him the pictures and he mm-hmm. was like, oh my God, she mm-hmm. hasn't aged. She just cut her hair. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. That's uh, that the right. Disney presentation was very interesting. They started off with this like sizzle reel and we're sitting there and it's just Disney stuff. And then all of a sudden 
Fox stuff starts showing up. We're sitting there and we're like, I'm just looking at (laughs) Dens and I'm like, this is weird. This is look at all the shit we got. It's like bam, it's like bam, Frozen, bam, Alien, bam, Deadpool, bam, like Marvel. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Am I on acid? (laughs) So weird. Yes, Yes, you are. Very, very strange. Um, Disney presentation was good. They showed us uh, a. They showed us almost all of Friend Like Me from Aladdin. It still looks like a Bollywood movie. I'm still on board, but I don't know very many other people who are. Um, They showed us a scene from Lion King, which I'm starting to actually be a little bit more nervous about because it is starting to look like just a shot-for-shot remake, which is still going to probably make me cry, but, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm a little more uh, about now. Um, I did like the trailer. They showed us uh, a clip from Endgame, which most of it has now been released online. Mm -hmm. It's the one where they're talking about how Thanos used the the snap again, the the, the stones again on on a different planet. Mm Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, let's see what else they show us. Sony wasn't there, so we didn't see anything from Sony. Universal, what did Universal? Universal showed us like nothing, if I remember correctly. <laughs> nothing of real interest, anyway. Universal uh, just walked out, it's like, well, we had all these monsters. Yeah, but nobody but cares anymore. No one liked our no monsters, one likes monsters, so I'm taking my toys and going home. I honestly cannot remember anything that Universal showed us, which really says a lot. And, um,. Warner Brothers was good, I remember. They showed us very little from Wonder Woman and a very little from Birds of Prey, including uh, any poster or logo you see from Birds of Prey. Uh, if it doesn't come from Margot Robbie directly, it is not real, because the ones I see floating around the internet are not the ones I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, God, what else happened? That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I did a whole, I wrote so much that day. It was insane. I got like, yeah, that was a crazy, crazy con. But yeah, it was very, very interesting. I like CinemaCon. It's fun. It's a fun event. And you get to go to Vegas. And I get to go to Vegas. You know. And Denz went with me. And and anytime Denz Denz does Vegas. Denz does Vegas. And Denz also doesn't eat cheap in Vegas. So, you know. (laughs) See, I have such a different, like, growing, like, my entire family was in Vegas and they're still in Vegas. So, like, it's funny, like, adult friends that like Vegas is a big deal to them. I was like, I've literally been going there since I was born every summer. Like I've got a very different view of the city than, oh, than I'm, the I'm party still, times. I'm still not on team Vegas very much, but I do enjoy good food. And like yeah. I said, as Den says, when you travel with a fat guy, you eat good food. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live this by. Is, this is true. We had $38 steak and eggs the first day we got there. Damn right. Ugh, really Damn good right. steak. Um, but yeah, celebration. So well, uh, so he's talking about the streaming services. Yeah. They, uh Disney Plus announced their pricing and yeah. stuff between the episodes, I mean, and they, they can yeah, af- they can afford to they can afford to slide in and undercut everybody. Everybody, yeah, <laughs> they everybody. can take the hit. Is it six ninety nine or is it five ninety nine? It's six ninety nine. It's yeah, it's like and it's like six. It's like seventy bucks a year. And or there's something. rumors yeah. that it's go- there's going to be a bundle package that you'll be able to get Hulu, ESPN, and Disney Plus for a set amount of price, mm. which I, I'm totally fine with. I was hoping they were going to do that because. Why not? It would make sense. It w- that would make a lot of sense for them to do that. And it's uh, I've already seen with uh, with Microsoft with the Xbox. They're mm-hmm. now combined because they have their Game Pass that was like five bucks a month, and like if you just had the Xbox Live, it was ten bucks a month. Now they're combining the two for twelve. Yeah. So I'm like, 
I was like, I don't know why you didn't do this. I, I know mean, they wanted to see if their Game Pass would actually sell, mm-hmm. and now that they see that it's selling a lot, they're like, oh, maybe we should just combine I mean, those if, two. If there's a bundle more. package that'll get me ESPN, I will probably get it because there are a lot of sports that I don't watch that I would like to watch. The I'd... documentaries on ESPN are great. The 30 yeah. for 30 documentaries, yeah, I watch I, those I, things If there's a bundle out there that'll get me ESPN, Hulu, and Disney Plus for X amount of money, you know, I would probably get it. It'd still be cheaper than Netflix. <laughs> Actually, probably. my Netflix is pretty cheap. I, I'm one of the people that pays for like the very lowest setting of uh, Netflix mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm only doing me, so I only have one tri- <laughs> one profile. Yeah, my, I, I have I have been yeah. with Netflix for a while, so I didn't get that increase that they did, what, like a year ago or something like yeah. that? So I was still yeah. paying that grandfathered one. Yeah, and then you just, still got this last one. Yeah, this last one, they just boosted it up, and I'm like, yeah. ah, they caught me. <laughs> I've, been, I've been on here so long, I thought yeah. I'd slide under the radar. Netflix sees yeah. everything. Um, but yeah, no, and with all the stuff uh, with Disney Plus mm-hmm. that's coming out, uh <clears throat> I saw the I saw it on Instagram, but Sebastian stands like here's this. That's <laughs> yep. all it said, and it was the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, the Falcon the and logo. Winter Soldier. Yep. Yeah, we have a title mm-hmm. for the. I don't like the title for the Scarlet Witch and Vision show because it's just WandaVision, and I'm like, that's not real. That cannot be fucking real, but it's real. That's what they're calling it. <laughs> I confirmed the Loki show. Um, uh-huh. If we want to slide directly into celebration stuff, we can talk about the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um. They had the panel. Yeah. They live streamed most of it, but that was the only panel the entire weekend where they actually cut the live stream and didn't show you guys the footage that the people in the room got to I, see. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the sneaky sneak footage of were, it because I was, was like, no, of, no. <laughs> there was lots of sneaky, sneaky, so many I'd people. love to see it nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I dealt with it. Uh, from find someone's cell phone on their mm-hmm. chest. Like, I'm not recording anything. Oh, shit. Everyone's standing up. I'm really not recording anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mandalorian looks great, you guys. It it's, really, really does. Um, if it that's, does from that footage I did not see. <laughs> footage that you, the leaked footage that you absolutely did not watch. I did not absolutely... I did not see that. No. no, no uh, I did. It's great. It looked great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw Taika Waititi and I went, ee I saw Carl Weathers, and I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Carl Weathers, yeah, take I saw, it, Carl, I, John. I saw Pedro Good. Pascal, and I was like, yeah. damn, son. Mm. I watch so much shit with him in it, and I love him every, like, He's the reason I watched like all the seasons of Narcos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so good. He is. I was like, I had to do so much reading in that, but he was so fucking good. I I <laughs> love so good. the fact that both of the Star Wars Disney shows are being head up by Latino men. Mm. Yeah, they, it's fantastic. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I didn't realize that until mm-hmm. now. But yeah, yeah they, Pedro they is the lead of the Mandalorian, yeah. and Diego is the leader lead of the Cassian show. Yeah. Mm. They confirmed nice. that that Did Alan Tudyk is, is coming back. That's K two. There's a fantastic Twitter exchange between the two of them, <laughs> where so, Alan Tudyk says Cassian said I had to, <laughs> and then Diego replied with "You better not slap me again." <laughs> that's awesome. Um, because that was ad libbed. You didn't uh, know that was happening. <laughs> that's, yeah, I. That show's not coming out till 2020, but The Mandalorian will be fine. there with the Disney yeah. Plus release on mm-hmm. November 12th. Eight episodes. Just, I just, oh, oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. They sick. they spent that hundred yeah. hundred million budget, man. Seeing I, the seeing the excite. See for me, like the, the, all the stuff they showed looked great. 
but the excitement from the actors mm-hmm. yeah. was, it was very reminiscent of John Boyega from <laughs> episode seven. Mm-hmm. Like Pedro Pascal yeah. was like, fucking look at me. <laughs> look at that. That's awesome. Oh, uh, well then you really need to watch the <laughs> resistance panel because everyone on that cast is like excitable times too. Like they're even mm. more excited. Like Bobby Moynihan almost killed himself because he had to go running out into the, the, the crowd to go <laughs> see all the resistance fans, but we'll get to that later. Um, uh, yeah, seeing, uh, and I also love the, you know, Filoni being Filoni. involved, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. First time he's ever directed live action. Mm, yeah. And, uh, so I'm interested to see that. I was just talking with Kyle before you it's walked in. Be, I was like, when are they great. just going to let Filoni direct a fucking Star Wars movie? Oh, it's, I'm sure the guy's been wants to. I think he's perfectly fine in his corner of Star Wars where he is right now. Mm. He's got plans, man. We got, we'll get yeah. into, I, I, I saw a lot of Filoni this week, last weekend. Yeah. He does have plans. He does seem to be all over the place. Yes, he's but a busy man. I am. What else is coming out on Disney Plus? I mean, it's they've got a. Re- what they've got what really, coming out on Disney got Plus? Really, it's really, really slim. So I don't know if we can run like through what at all. Uh, does he have a hand in everything that's coming out in the <laughs> Star Wars wise in the streaming service? Because he's he's well, still there's only, the only three. There's only two things right now. Well, I mean, I don't know if he's involved with the Cassian series. Well, okay, said. so the he's Cassian involved, one, he's involved Mandalorian, with Mandalorian, and he's involved with Clone the Wars. Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it. I'm so well. I'm saying if they bring over some like previous like rebels, if they bring the other, if Resistance goes on there, he's got his hand making... in all of those. I was I like, mean, that's Filoni like ninety bar- percent. Filoni barely has his hands in yeah. Resistance. If they that show has been in development since about 2015, they said during the panel. Yeah, mm-hmm. when it um, has. they uh, showed Justin, I mm-hmm. can't remember his last name. He's the showrunner of Resistance, though. He was kind of handed the reins by Filoni because Filoni said during the Clone Wars panel that Clone Wars is so much bigger. He it he could not possibly showrun multiple shows while doing. Clone Wars because one of the reasons why Clone Wars took so long to come back is that Filoni would didn't only wanted to do it if they could do it right mm-hmm. because it's such a big undertaking. Well, yeah. I mean, when you look at you know at Rebels, Rebels was a much smaller group. It didn't have the amount of characters that you have when you're dealing with Clone Wars. With yeah. Clone Wars, you have all the robots and all of the clones, and it's just oh, and they're all D. Bradley Baker. <coughs> they're all it's, it's a much bigger show. And yeah. It's a war. It's like a galactic war, and mm-hmm. you got politics and a bajillion Jedi that every fan <coughs> of that specific Jedi wants a specific, you know, we'll go to episode Wars, just but, for that. But Mandalorian, I have to say that if that's the level of, of, you know, like um, work that they're putting in to mm. all of the shows, like Netflix is in trouble, man. Like, yeah. it, it looks phenomenal. I came out of that more pumped than I came out for episode nine, yeah, which the, is a lot. Yeah, and John Favreau also seemed like he was really... Yeah. He was really into well, it, too. I like, mean, Favreau, Favreau is really into everything he does, so that's kind of hard to... That's kind of a hard level to, to gauge. I like he, when he, the people freaked out when he said... EU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we're going to bring in, you know, the same thing everyone has said that they're going to bring in pieces from the EU. Oh, yeah, they've right. been saying that for and years. they've been saying that for years, but he said it and was like, yeah. And finally! he and like, he was like Trump? writing these scripts before <laughs> yeah. he even had a, a, a go ahead. <laughs> yeah. He's like, here's season one. 
<laughs> this is our he, first he meeting, told John. Sto- he told the story of how he emailed a script to Dave Filoni like on Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Filoni didn't read it right away because it was Christmas. Yeah. And then he got an email, another email from hey, Favreau like two days later with a picture of socks saying, I knit socks faster than you read this script. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, I liked, I liked that was it Favreau was the first person to see Clone Wars. And, uh, and, and, and uh, Filoni was the first, first person, person to see Iron, Iron Man. Man. Those two have been friends cool. since 2007. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, just working at the ranch. <laughs> just, uh, you know, like we do. <laughs> I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Both assholes. Um, <laughs> shut up with you and your hat, Filoni. <laughs> Stupid. Thing is, is Filoni keeps all the secrets inside, inside the hat. Yes, that's what that's makes sense. yeah, and he keeps it on his head because that if he doesn't, the secrets will get out. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah the Mandalorian. <clears throat> like watching that live stream, I was like, it looks mm, great. This is it, awesome. it really, really, it looks really, really good. My mm-hmm. mom and I caught my, my parents were terrified that I was going to get stabbed and killed in Chicago the entire time I was there. Like, it's okay, I got a lightsaber. <laughs> I'm surrounded by Jedi. <laughs> Of you know, course they uh, were. Uh, so I talked really to really not that cr- really not that scary. <laughs> so I just talked to them pretty much every day I was yeah. there. And when I talked to them as I got out of man- uh, I, when I got out of the second panel of that day on Saturday, I was talking to my mom and uh, or was that Sunday? Um, she asked me. She's like, "Oh, I read it on the news. I saw the news about this this show." I was like, "She's like, it starts with an M or something." I was a like, Mandalorian. She's like, "Yeah, everybody's talking about it." I was like. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're talking about it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because now we know something about it and everyone went, holy shit. Yeah. This looks awesome. Yeah. Because it was a show that nobody nobody expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked for a show about a Mandalorian that on wasn't the edge Boba of Fett? the galaxy <laughs> set between these franchises. Yeah. No characters. Anybody knows. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. it looks awesome. They also freaked out amazing. when Carl Weathers said Bounty Hunters Guild. They were like, Joe, my God. <laughs> there was, um, yeah. the entire was Mandos fell over. <laughs> there was this huge group of them, just like a massive group of guys who were all there uh, with their Mandalorian helmets. And anytime something happened, they would all raise their helmets in the air and just scream bloody murder. And I would have hated standing behind those guys because that's exactly where I would have gotten stuck. Yeah, I was in a... <laughs> Fuck, I'm behind the Mandalorian. Much behind them, but they were, they were very excitable. They were very excitable. They are an excitable bunch, those Mandalorians. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most all Star Wars fans are very excitable. What? No. It was a very excitable no. weekend. They're very reasonable people, most of them. Very sure. Very <laughs> even tempered, and I, I will not say, excitable. I, well, when we <laughs> get to the all. end of this, I will talk about um, my celebration experience as a whole. Okay, good. Clone Wars. Clone was Wars. A good yeah. segue, Filoni. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was how was that panel? It was great. Um, so my my confe- my nerd confession is I still haven't watched Clone Wars. It hurts. I know. Um, so I tried to get into it, but that first season is is yeah. it's pretty rough. My friend, my friend goes, when Ahsoka starts wearing big people clothes, <laughs> then it gets good. And I'm like, you're not wrong. When she stops wearing the little <clears throat> tube top thing, yeah. and she wears like what everyone else is wearing, I was like, yeah, no. There's a good. Yeah, I've never yeah. thought about that. But I'm that. not. I'm. Everyone's like, just, well, just skip seasons one and two. I'm like, I can't. I no, can't. You can't. I'm. I'm, your, your I'm like Ryan honest, like that. Yeah. Honestly, your best bet is to just go and power uh, through it. <laughs> either power through it, through it, or just go YouTube 
uh, the clips and highlights of the best. Parts. I can't do that either. I just cannot do power that. through. This it. is like everybody just telling wiki, me just wiki. This is everybody read. like telling me that I can just <laughs> skip the rapey episodes of Game of Thrones. I can't do it. No, I have can't. to. I have to watch all of it, or I cannot watch it. <laughs> that is the answer. All this or nothing. Is, this Look, is my Ryan level. That thing. much. There's not that much rape in it. In Game of Thrones it, or it's it's Clone a, Wars? I mean, it, <laughs> Hopefully, it, it, I if there it's, if it's in but Clone look, Wars, look, I missed a lot. I mean, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll mean, get to it. Though I do have to say, I'm thinking of not getting to it for a reason that I will explain later <laughs> that I've told you guys about because I have to stay on brand. Okay. But um, <clears throat> uh, Filoni very much. He, this panel is also online. They, he talked a lot about how huge the scope of this show is and how much work it is and mm -hmm. how. You know, when they initially came to him saying if he wanted to do another season, he didn't initially jump all over it. He said he wanted to make sure that it was done right. He wasn't going to continue this show unless it's done right. <clears throat> I will say that if you're going to watch any section of the panel, you need to watch the section where Ashley Eckstein just details how she found out about the next season. <laughs> because she found out from D. Bradley Baker and... <laughs> that's his name, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> over text message. And their conversation was just a ride, especially if you watch Filoni's reaction <laughs> as they're talking about this, <laughs> because he just pulls his hat over his head and looks and like some he of the secrets almost came out. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks like he's like at one point during the panel, he says the reason they're only doing twelve episodes is because that's all he trusts them to keep a secret. <laughs> <with>. <laughs> I mean, probably. Uh, they yeah. showed. Three clips, including an unfinished clip. One of the clips that they showed was one that Filoni once described to Ashley, and it made her cry. And then when she watched the unfinished footage of the season of the the clip, it made her cry, <laughs> which was very sweet. Um, they pulled like a bunch of people on stage, and they watched from like right on the sidelines. And Warwick Davis decided to give this kid shit. He was probably like fourteen or fifteen, mm. and he's like in love with Ashley. Like he mm. just loves her, and he told her that your biggest fan is over there. And she was like, oh, okay. And she did the Ashley Eckstein thing where she got up and she ran over and she gave the kid like the biggest hug ever. And His face took went a white and then red and, and then white again. And I think he actually, they, they said he started crying. <laughs> he was so happy. It was very sweet. And um, yeah, it was just, it was a really good, like I said, somebody who's got, who has not watched Clone Wars yet. It was one of those panels where the energy in the room was palpable. It was probably mm. one of the more passionate panels I was in the entire weekend. Because this was a show that was truly saved by the fans. And those fans in the rooms were the ones... Like, watching a live stream is good. Being in the room is a totally different experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is what a lot of my panel coverage from Celebration, especially the ones that were live streamed, was talked about. Mm -hmm. was, was talking about the energy in the room. Yeah. And why I think these conventions are still worth attending, even though they have all yeah. the live streams. Yeah. And for that one, it was especially passionate. There were people in there who... You know, Clone Wars was their Star Wars. It was, you know, these younger kids who were just there because, you know, Ahsoka was their Jedi and this was their Anakin and their Obi-Wan. And it was just, it was a great panel to be in. Some would say the superior Anakin. <laughs> Many would say the superior Anakin. Which... There's a picture of Hayden yeah. and Matt together. Oh. That one right there. Yep. And, it's, what, where? and it says, hashtag uh -huh. we hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> because Matt's an excellent human being. Mm -hmm. Right there. Hashtag we hate sand. And in that picture, I think it may just be the lighting. I was like, Hayden Christensen's looking like old, like older, obviously. but He's aging. But in that, in that one, it was like one of the first times where I was like, oh, yeah. And then when I showed that picture to my wife, mm -hmm. she was like, well, why didn't the other guy just play Anakin? Mm -hmm. 
I mean, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he probably wasn't of age. I don't know. Wrong. I don't know. I don't know how Matt But now Matt she is. has a thing for Matt Lanter. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> he was, he's a very pretty man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Clone Wars was great. Um, the trailer, I believe, is officially online now, I think. I haven't seen it yet. I heard, but I heard about it. But if you watch the entire panel, which is available on the Star Wars official YouTube channel, uh, they do... They don't cut away for any of the footage, so you see oh, cool. all of yeah, the footage. It's, cool. it's all there. It's yeah, all I, there. Haven't, I haven't mm-hmm. seen that one yet. That and I wanted to watch the. I was probably going to do Ooh, it sometime this week. The Rebels, Rebels Remembered panel. I can talk about that one too. I was in that one as well. Um, the big thing they announced was that Maul is returning, and Filoni, the mad bastard that he is, decided mm-hmm. that if he's going to do an Ahsoka versus Darth Maul fight, he's going to do it the right way. So they called in Ray Park and had him mocap a bunch of fight That's scenes. That's awesome. Because there's Ray something... Park loves that he's Darth Maul. Oh, he if absolutely. If you follow him on oh, he anything, loves he he's says, like, look, I'm playing with lightsabers in the backyard he, as an adult. He says in the Phantom Menace reunion panel that, you know, Star Wars fans are the reasons why he occasionally will turn down the bo- the box of Oreos or whatever because mm. he feels like he needs to maintain that maintain that level for the fans. Just in case they need Maul. Um, and 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 Filoni said that Park just has a way of moving that cannot be replicated. It needs mm. to just be copy pasted. Uh, yeah, and, and I was, that's true. Yeah. And, and everyone's like he mocapped for animation and Filoni, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and, and it's funny he watching. Doing, he's doing things right. That's he's a what mad he's bastard. Mad, watching, mad bastard. Watching some of Ray Park's like Instagram videos and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I was just telling you, I just like last night watched uh, Phantom Menace. And there's a thing that he does when he gets done like swinging the lightsaber around and he like holds his hand out like he kind of like he's like serving a dish. He does that. All the time. I think it's subconscious. Mm-hmm. So now I'm now knowing that he's doing the mocap, I'm going to look for that. Like when he does a flip or something, like he brings his arm from across his chest and he moves it out to his side. And he does it like four or five times in Phantom Menace. Yeah. And he does he it does. in every single video uh-huh. that he posts up. So now I'm like, yes. And especially getting that. And if you get Sam Witwer back to Voice is. the Darth Maul, which is. Uh-huh. which is like it's Sam, like it's Sam like reverse and, of the Sam solo. and Ray have pretty much just like molded themselves <laughs> they, they into become, one person, they one person. <laughs> like, like they, at they, the end of Solo. Yeah, pretty much they did, and the, and, <laughs> and, and they both they both seem totally okay with it, which is just mm-hmm. kind of entertaining about the fact that you mm-hmm. would think one of them wouldn't be okay with it, but oh, they're yeah. both totally okay with it. Yeah, because they're both giant fucking nerds and they love yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But we yeah, just, we just need to make a backpack for for Ray to carry Sam around, <laughs> and Sam just sits there and goes <laughs> starts speaking in the voice. Yeah, but or um, maybe like an adult size like Baby Bjorn thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like got his arms duct taped to Ray Park's arms, <laughs> which I think that Sam Whitworth's taller than Sam Ray Park, so it could be so awkward, right? Um, uh, but the how he's talking about the Ahsoka and Maul, they dropped like. I, I don't know how long the Clone Wars thing had been in production for, but when that Ahsoka book came out from E.K. Johnson, the beginning of that book is post-Ahsoka leaving the Jedi on Mandalore fighting Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. So they're, oh, they already threw in like a little bit of like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, here's, here's a little bit of it. So if I that's the I fight... I don't remember <laughs> how long they... I they think they say in the panel when Filoni was first approached. It's been a couple of years. Mm. 
So, so it makes a, sense. There's a very good chance. Filoni, he has all of this planned out in his head. He's, <laughs> he's he like told Kevin Feige. He told... He's known about the Siege of Mandalore for years. And, like, he, I don't remember which person said it, but one of them said it, that he kept asking Filoni for details about it. I think it might have been Ashley. Mm-hmm. Because she needed to know, because she was playing another version of Ahsoka and Rebels, and he would not tell her. He needed that. She's like, tell me what happened to me between so, this so and can, this, please. So I can play the character again, so <laughs> I know like, what I'm nope. getting myself into. And he My wouldn't. hat stays on. <laughs> <laughs> he, to- he describes it as a trust tree. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be in the trust tree. And as he said, that he just went on this big long rant during the Clone Wars panel about how the trust tree is completely decimated and that everyone in the Clone Wars um, cast is now like over the moat and through the woods so far away from the trust tree because he does not trust them. <laughs> I'm going to name this episode Filoni's Hat of Secrets. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dave Filoni and the Hat of Secrets. It's the next Harry Potter installment. <laughs> sounds like a Star Wars thing. <laughs> But yeah, Clone Wars looks it looks good. I mean, like I said, um I guess we could just segue directly into resistance from there. Well, uh so the I want to talk about the Rebels one. Okay, we can do that too. My best friend was there and you said hi to her for me, right? Yes, I saw Vanessa. Okay. okay. Um they did a Rebels Remembered <laughs> panel. Uh I went because I went to that instead of Fallen Order because even though they specifically said mm. that they were not going to announce a new show, I don't trust Filoni <laughs> as like, far as I can fucking throw him. Filoni and his hat of lies. Yes. So they had <laughs> No, he uh, put on his Dave, hat of deception. <laughs> uh, they had Vanessa there, Taylor, and what's the Freddie? name? No, what's the name of the girl who voices? Tia. Tia. Uh, I don't oh know her last name. Yeah. Hold on. Tia, Taylor, and uh, Vanessa were there. And they just, and it was funny because Filoni at one point says, I can answer all. He's like, this is nice. I'm here and I can answer like 98% of your questions. And then somebody got up and said, where's Ezra? He's like, that's one of the ones I can't. <laughs> I can't answer that. He's like, no, I'm not answering that one. And uh, Wherever he is, Thrawn's with him. And they're best friends. They're best friends. They're, they're best friends. friends. They're hanging out. He's yeah. not saying, Filoni was not saying what, what happened with, um, but they talked a, a lot about, they talked about, you know, filming, uh, Kanan's death and that Freddy ha- mm. Prince Jr. has been pushing for Kanan to die for years now, which uh-huh. everybody tried not to take personally. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that Freddy wanted to abandon all of them. See, mm. he's a giant nerd too. Uh-huh. So it's yeah. like, I, I think he was just like, no, no, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Freddy, Pr- Freddy Prince Jr. knows what makes a good story. Yeah. And um, he's been around long enough to know. It that. was a good panel. I think you will you will very much enjoy it. They're releasing mm-hmm. an art book. Uh, they gave us a uh-huh. poster of the cover of the art book, which I just gave to Luke as a late Yay. birthday present. Happy birthday! Going on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but there wasn't really anything major to talk. Oh, I do know that something that I, there is a story I can't tell about that. So remember the epilogue. Yes. So the epilogue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So they finished recording, and Filoni asked Tia to stay behind. Mm-hmm. And he has hands her a handwritten piece of paper with the dialogue on it, because he didn't want it didn't anywhere. Didn't want to print it? He didn't even want to print it. He didn't want to copy on a computer. He hand wrote it and gave it to her, and made her record it, and then she had to go to dinner, <laughs> <laughs> and could not tell anybody she knew how this ended. And none of the cast knew about it. Tia mm-hmm. Bird. That's her name. Yeah. None of the cast knew about it until they screened the final episode. 
So none of them knew. Like, Vanessa didn't know about Jason Sindula until that moment. Uh-huh. And then apparently she, like, reached over and, like, broke Taylor's arm. <laughs> <laughs> he even said, he's like, yeah, my arm just recovered two weeks ago <laughs> from Vanessa reaching over and grabbing it while they were screening the final episode. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, it was one of the hardest secrets I've ever had to keep because she walked into this big dinner everybody had after they recorded the final episode and Mm -hmm. everyone could tell something was wrong, but she couldn't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I have to take this to my grave. I'm sorry. Or Filoni will put the hat on me and I will (laughs) cease to exist. (laughs) But she talks uh, in depth about having to carry that with her for months and not being able to tell anybody that she knew... You know, that Ahsoka was okay, and that, you know, mm-hmm. they were going to go, that her and Sabine were going off to find Ezra, that, you know, what happened to everybody, basically. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, sorry, you said the next one you wanted to go to. After well, I thought we could segue into Resistance. Resistance, yeah, yeah. That so, um, I'm, when I say I'm staying on brand, so <laughs> when I went to Celebration Orlando in 2007, I went to the Rebels panel, and they screened the first episode of season four for us. When I watched that episode, I I might have been one or two episodes into Rebels at the time. <laughs> Maybe uh-huh. uh, if I had started it at all at that point, I'm not even 100 percent sure I had started. I don't the show think anymore. I don't think you had. No, because we had been like, you need to, and you're like, I know, no, I don't I'll have, get to oh, it. I don't have time. I wasn't no, working full time. BC, don't. Don't. like you're time. going to Star Wars. <laughs> They're gonna tell you about it. You gotta no. watch it. So I decided to stay on brand and that they screened the first episode of season two of Resistance for us and I was only eight episodes into Resistance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. So I'm thinking of not catching up on Clone Wars and just waiting until they screen the first episode of season seven for us at Celebration Anaheim because we know they're going to do that. That's okay. And then I can just stay on brand. Yeah. (laughs) But it's very interesting watching those shows and not having been caught up because I get to look at them from a very unique perspective. I did mm-hmm. catch up on Resistance like later mm-hmm. that day. Um, I, I, you guys are talking about how excited everybody is to be in Star Wars. You need to watch the Resistance panel because no one is more excited to be in Star Wars than the cast of Resistance. Mm-hmm. Like they are super excited. Like Donald Faison is just like. Wasn't Donald uh, Faison at the uh, the that little Lucas? Uh, Skywalker Ranch premiere of the last episode of Rebels. I'm pretty sure he was there because they did a Q&A at the end with like the people up there and you know they were all crying and stuff like that. And Donald Faison was in the crowd and he stood up. He's like, yeah, but where's Ahsoka? (laughs) 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 And so I was like, since I saw saw that and then I saw that he was one of the characters Uh in Resistance, I'm like, makes sense. That's probably why he was there. Yeah, and his character is named after him. His character is named Hype Faison. Mm. And uh, Bobby Moynihan was there. Bobby Moynihan jumped off the stage and ran into the crowd while recording himself. That guy's busy doing voice work. Yeah. He he, does a lot And he walks up there at one point and he's like, I just broke both of my legs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to the crowd, but it was totally worth it. But yeah, the, the, the cast of Resistance is even more excited to be in Star Wars than probably anybody I saw the entire weekend. Mm. And that, that panel had a great turnout. Everybody was very, very excited to be there. And having caught up now, I, I that that show, you kind of... I The first like couple of episodes, I started watching it because it was like Sunday and I needed to decompress. So I just put on Resistance on my iPad and then like did other stuff as I was kind of half watching it because the first like half of the first season is... A, it's, it's okay, but it's not great. But once it starts lining up with The Force Awakens, especially the last two episodes, are fantastic. 
And it looks like they're going for some really, really interesting stuff into season two. So I would actually mm. highly recommend just binging through all of Resistance. Yeah, that's why I was, we talked about this last week. It's like, it was one of those things that I'm just, I'm really, really want the story and I really, really want to watch it. But the animation style, I've tried 10 episodes, I, uh, eight, eight to 10 episodes, I pushed myself through like when they were coming out. And every time I was just like, I don't. Like that's the how way I this feel looks. about that's how I yeah. felt about the first ten episodes of Rebels. I don't like the way that see yeah Rebels and Clone Wars. It didn't. <clears throat> it definitely didn't take me. I still feel that me. way about about Clone Wars. I still don't like yeah. the way that show looks. It's just like it was like I think two or three episodes for each of those Rebels. It was only after the second episode I got see, it, and it was me. just there was a transition. Still, there were still things about Rebels that I still don't like. I still there. I still feel like they animate the faces too much in Rebels. Mm. Like they over animate them almost. Yeah, and it's it's not just it's because a lot of like you you see the Netflix original animes. They're all animated like that too, where it's not. It's, it's not hard to describe. It's not 2D, but it's not 3D. Yeah, and I don't like it. Like, because I feel like a lot of the texture, like on the faces especially, gets lost. And then all of a sudden they scowl and then 3D like lines appear on their face. And I was like, it just, it weirds me out. But I'm trying again. I'm trying to, and I'm hoping that having, because I was watching it as it came out. I'm hoping that if I watch it kind of while I'm doing something else, <laughs> like that I'm Honestly, not. Honestly, it's a really good binge show. I mean, I finished up the season on my plane back from Chicago. That was yeah. what I did. I downloaded all the episodes onto my iPad from, because Amazon, right when the show was coming out, had the entire season for like $3 for like a day. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but Brian Young posted about it and I immediately went and bought the first mm-hmm. season for like three bucks. So I've got the whole first season on my Amazon Prime and I was able to watch the whole thing. I really, I, I did... Did really enjoy it. It did especially get better as soon as they lined up with um, mm-hmm. with uh, Force Awakens. What I will say is that it just further adds to my my love of Poe Dameron, intergalactic dumbass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's such. I love him. He's a human disaster, and you guys know me. I love the human disaster. So he's there. the my, Clint Barton of space. <laughs> yeah, he might be space he, Barton. He is. Yeah, I love him. I absolutely. He, he love him. accidentally himself into everything. He really does. <laughs> it's like, I well, I'm here so, now. I, I just I adore him so much. One of my writers was covering Resistance, and she's like, he's driving me nuts in this show. I was like, I don't care. He's my favorite. Um, <laughs> if you're telling me he's fucking up, I'm just gonna love him even more. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of touched on this. You didn't go to you didn't go to that uh, the panel, but um, oh, Fallen Order. Yeah, I just want to talk about that just for a second. They had they had the trailer that came out, new Star Wars game, mm-hmm. like, and like I know EA has the. Has the rights to the Star Wars games <laughs> now, but every time I see it, I'm like, okay, let's. I'll give. I'll let you. I'll you let keep you make giving the game. them another it's shot. Star How Wars. You give them another shot. How many times do they need shot? to hurt you before you it's stop going back It's an abusive relationship. It's abusive. Well, until they don't have the fucking Star Wars <laughs> brand anymore, that'll be the first step. <laughs> um, but. You're like the fanboys that the complain never that the animated shows are too kitty and you can't watch them, but you watch them anyway just to bitch about it. You can just uh, not do it. But you see, do not play them. So, but this is the thing that got me. The thing I've been complaining about is <clears throat> Star Wars is a story-oriented franchise. Yeah. So a it is. multiplayer-only game does not advance any story mm-hmm. in the franchise. 
And is this this is a meme that Ryan sent us, but the the tweet was real. The tweet said uh, EA it's from EA Star Wars saying no microtransactions, no loot boxes, and no we won't be adding them. This is a single player Star Wars story for those who are ready to become a Jedi. And I was like, all right, that's kind of if it's if it's just Assassin's if, Creed if with you, lightsabers, if I'm, you yeah. have to go on the record to say what your game isn't. You have some serious have fucking bad, problems. Yeah, you have a bad reputation. They do, at yeah. That point. But it's EA. They <laughs> have a bad reputation. I love that. Like every year, there's like the list of like most uh, hated companies in America, and every EA fucking year is, up is there. EA. Like when banks are, you know, repossessing right. people's fucking homes, mm-hmm. and the whole housing market is colla- collapsing. They're like, yeah, but. Fuck EA. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much, and it's never going to change. No. Um, but what the, the trailer looked cool. It, it made me think of Colin Force Unleashed and... Monaghan, um, I believe his name is. He plays the Joker in uh, Gotham, and he oh, is in oh, okay. Shameless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Plays okay. Ian in yeah. Shameless. Mm-hmm. Right, so, so... I can't remember his last name. When I was, yeah, when I was watching it, it gave me a lot of... Uh, Force Unleashed vibes, and also those that games 13, sucked. The 1313. <laughs> they were not great, but that's all we had. Yeah. That's all we had. That doesn't make it, it was, good. Listen, we it got was Sam Witwer. Right? It was the dark times. <laughs> but we got Sam Witwer, so it was okay. Um, <sighs> but that's kind of the feeling. That mixed with a little bit of Assassin's Creed, but again, there says no, not actual gameplay footage. So yeah. oh, no. I'm going to hold, no. I'm going to no. hold all judgment until yeah. that. But just from that trailer, I was like, Oh, it looks like a story. That's a good first step. Mm-hmm. Do more of that. Yeah. Um, and then just before we go on to any, uh, any more panels, they also sticking with star Wars games, the, uh, the old Republic MMO, uh, they're going to be getting a, their first full expansion in like three years on that game. And I've been playing that game since beta. Like I like pre-ordered it in like 2008 and it didn't come out till fucking 2011. Um, but they're like, they did the main story in that game is amazing and it's great and it's fun. And then there was just, they kind of, the developers kind of just gave up on it. And then they hired new developers who came in and shook everything up. And then they did a good job, but then they also were like, okay, we're done. And there's just been nothing for three years, just nothing to do in, in that game. And with like an MMO, there's, you need to keep people coming back or, or they, they'll just stop playing the game, especially a free-to-play game. They'll just stop playing if there's nothing interesting going on. Um, mm-hmm. <coughs> but it looks like they're... They're trying to rein that story back kind of to, to the main story. But the biggest thing for me is the Star Wars universe has all these different forms of life, right? All these different aliens and all, all this different cool stuff and that I've always loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you start the game, you can play like four species. There's like 800 different ones in the game that they have character models for and voices for. But you couldn't play any of them. Like, I understand, like, you'd have to build a new character model to be a Wookiee. I get that. Then you get a pass on that. Because you have to redo everything to make a Wookiee fit on screen Mm -hmm. where a human was. But they're, so they're finally adding uh, Nautilans, which is also special for me because that's Kit Fisto. Yeah. And I'm like, I have been wanting to play that since day one, since the beta. And I will remember being 
extremely disappointed because they kept the the species a secret. Like it's a secret, and I, I was like, "Oh, that means they're gonna have some cool ones in there." Nope, nope. Other than the chiss, no. everything else is just kind of there, just standard Star Wait, Wars video game stuff. They have the chiss. Yeah, they have the chiss, which oh. was cool. But I'm like, that's the they had like Twi'leks and yeah. like Zabrax and humans, mm-hmm. and then the chiss. And I'm like, okay, okay. But yeah, so sorry. That's that's one thing that I'm excited for because it's been something I've been screaming about since 2011 Mm -hmm. into the void or to just anyone who would listen to me the void heard you the void heard me the The void void heard heard me recently too (laughs) good lord Disney gave me a Cassian Andor series and now they're giving me a Hawkeye series with Kate Bishop I literally could not ask for more (laughs) in my fucking life I think I said when they announced the Cassian series I posted on Twitter that I need to send all of my positive thoughts to Disney so they can give me a Hawkeye Kate Bishop show and it hap- mm-hmm. it's happening. Uh-huh. It was all because of you. It probably was. It's you should you should probably tell them that, that Poe and Finn need to kiss. I've been Ryan was it for adamant you. about that on Saturday. <laughs> it needs to when happen. When we were drunk That's... discussing the trailer. <laughs> Speaking of which, do we want to talk about the episode yeah, 9 trailer? Yeah, yes, we yeah, should. We're, we're, we're at that time. So I, I, I just need to say, I need to give a personal shout out to one of my favorite reporters is Ash Crosum, who work, writes, who does uh, all of the interviews, mostly for Star Wars related stuff, uh, for E.T. Because <laughs> she spent her time interviewing Oscar Isaac to tell him what an infinity scarf is <laughs> <laughs> and also called him a daddy to his face. <laughs> <laughs> did it oh, did it get did it did he is, just accept it or did uh, it just blow by I, and he's I like think he accepted yeah. it I don't remember she, but all of her <laughs> stuff is on Twitter Ash is just a fantastic person to follow on Twitter anyway she also straight up asked JJ Abrams about Zuvio and Porgs mm-hmm. and she got an amazing hug from John Boyega that had her significant other going Really got my eyes on you, Boyega. I mean, if there was anyone I was going to lose it to, but I got my eyes on you, Boyega. I'll I'll trade you for a lightsaber. (laughs) Listen, I got to get something out of this deal. But yeah, she was on the, she was one, her and Steel Saunders are two of my favorite people, and they both got to be on the the carpet for episode nine, which I was angry about. God, I would have broken my fucking arm to be on that carpet. I wanted to be. But then you couldn't report with a broken arm. <sighs> I would She'd find a way. way. I would, no, you would kidding? have them sign your cast <laughs> is what you I would, would do. Back. I did this Actually, to get I, here. I probably wouldn't. I, I it, it took some serious begging on my part and I'd like to also throw out a thank you to Jim Vegeta over from IGN who gave me the That's email. That's his real last name? Yeah. Uh, it's mm. Vegito. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, okay. Because but he's over at IGN. Forever now it will be <coughs> but, uh, <laughs> his power me, level is over nine thousand. <laughs> I was freaking out about celebration because I didn't have a, I didn't have access to all to the celebration stage to get into all the panels I needed to. So he gave yeah. me an email to somebody at Disney who hooked me up and got me these shiny. The sh- we call them the shinies. They're the shiny wristbands we have to wear to get into the celebration stage as press. So Jim hooked me up with the person who literally took my stress level from like a 15 to like a 7. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was still almost a 10. But, but it I wasn't, wasn't over 10. I wasn't over 10 and I Did she just oh okay, you just said 7 and 15. Our listeners of the last episode will know the significance of that number because Ryan was trying to guess how many jokers there had been counting the animated ones and he kept going back somewhere at least seven, but no more than 15. Oh, 12. So 12. You, you made a callback to something that you were not here for. And I that was not, fantastic. I haven't listened to the episode either. 
<coughs> I mean, I always listen to other episodes. <laughs> I'm not on. But yeah, episode nine. Um, that room was bonkers. Um, I'm a little angry because JJ went out and handed out episode nine beanies to everybody who was outside in the regular line, and I wanted one. <laughs> I tried to get somebody to trade me the coca-cola shirt that i gave you i try yeah. i put, I put a, the notice out on twitter to anybody oh. and i wanted to trade for the episode nine beanie but nobody ever got back Boo. i wanted mm-hmm. the, beanie. the beanie was cool but <clears throat> yeah that room is pretty fucking bonkers let me tell you um yeah it was they literally i mean if you watch the stream they literally waited until the last fucking minute to tell us anything mm-hmm. and you have to give it, uh, as sci-fi would say, it was the horniest panel in the entire universe. It was, and that I was feel, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yes, I there was like, a lot of love on that yes, stage. There was, and I feel like getting Colbert to do it uh-huh. was really because the man can do an interview. Yeah, and I oh, yeah. loved the. Oh, I see, I see. You brought me here to ask questions, not get answers. <laughs> you know, not wrong. Like, I was like, "Yep." Yeah. He yeah. threw uh-huh. his book down. He's like, "Why did you even bring me here, Kathleen?" <laughs> He's not wrong. I mean, no. I, those those. There's a reason why it's notoriously difficult to interview Star Wars and Marvel people because. Mm trying to get yeah. any sort of answer out Colbert of Colbert was able to make it entertaining. Yes, Because that man can make almost anything entertaining. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, I, with that group of people, all you really need to do is... Start something is, and just let it go. Get, just get <laughs> them on a stage, give them a microphone, and go... So there's a thing. <laughs> Kylo Ren's and they're And they're go. done. Yeah, just go. Yeah. Which was probably my favorite just, thing. Now, He's I, just a... Big man, <laughs> Daisy Ridley's answer. To that <laughs> like she's like, yeah, we were all shocked. Uh, he is a big man. <laughs> and then one of the Colbert's like, now let's talk about his lightsaber. <laughs> Which again, Colbert. Yeah, it was, it <laughs> was the class. horniest Star Wars panel you will ever watch in your entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciate that John and Oscar continue to be our ship captains. <laughs> Storm pilot, but I'm 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 on I'm still on good ship Jedi storm pilot. Give me more OT three goodness. <laughs> Seriously, I love the trios. I want more. I've wanted the trio to be together since like the mm. Force Awakens, and that's yeah. all I've wanted. And now it sounds like I'm finally gonna get it. And, <laughs> and because BB-8. because the trios have always been the best part of Star Wars. It's some it, you know the trios of of I've always. There's trios that go throughout the mm. entire series that have, you know, changed the galaxy for good or for ill. You mm. know, you had Obi-Wan, Padme, and Anakin. Then you had Luke, Leia, and Han. And now you have Poe, Rey, and Finn. And mm. <clears throat> the fact that we haven't had enough of the trio yet just annoys the shit out of me. So I'm so excited to see them I all did, together. I did like Kelly Marie Trans. Um, she's like, Finn is a very eligible bachelor. <laughs> much like John Boyega. <laughs> uh, she got a standing ovation. She got the yeah. loudest cheer out of everybody yeah. on the stage, which you could even You can even hear that over the stream. Yeah. It like was the stream, it just became, it was like white noise. It was great. Uh-huh. Um, and she she definitely got very emotional about it, and she absolutely deserved it. Mm-hmm. She, the, the shit that part of that fandom put her through is mm-hmm. just awful, and it was so good for her and during the Venom Menace pen, it's the same thing for Ahmed Best, just to try and reaffirm yeah, that guy's been living with that He's shit been since '99. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, the fact that that we were fu- that they were finally able to see that while the voices online are loud, it's not the majority, or it's mm-hmm. not. Yep. This, it's 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 a portion of the audience that needs to be put out in the sunlight and disinfected. 
but it's not the majority of them, and there are pl- there are more people out there that support than yeah. yeah yeah yeah. And it was and if there were any disagreeers in the audience, they were quickly drowned out by the sheer amount of love mm-hmm. in that, that yeah. room. I remember like yeah, I've I've talked about like my emotional reaction to Last Jedi. Like there's like logically there's. It's a great movie. There's nothing wrong with it. And then mm-hmm. I remember getting out and then seeing people like, just like, oh, she was the worst. She's the new Jar Jar. I was like, where are you getting that from? Like, yeah. I did not get that at all. Like, I like Jar Jar, but I get it. <laughs> like, I get why people didn't like the character. Yeah. I was like, you get why I, adults I get didn't it. like yeah. Jar Jar. Yeah. I was like, I get it. I like Jar Jar, but I get why. With there was not even that for Rose. I was like, whoa, no. what? It was misogyny Why? and racism. <laughs> it, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm worried for Naomi Eki for the same reason because she is a mm-hmm. black woman who's going into. That was another thing mm-hmm. you noticed looking at the episode nine. State there was a whole bunch of representation on that stage. There were three black people. Holy shit! And yeah. the oh, the with the Kelly Murray Tran, like she used to be so like open on social media, like because mm-hmm. I I. Showed you. I had a conversation with her on Instagram one time, just about she's you know, something, and she was awesome. Yeah, she's. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was like a month after that. that yeah, was, and then she was yeah gone. She's yeah, just I was like, been radio. Mm-hmm. Daisy did the same thing mm-hmm. a couple of years yep. ago. She yep. went radio silent mm-hmm. because she had to. And and Boyega has been very vocal about the fact that that he mm-hmm. thinks that's utter mm-hmm. bullshit. <laughs> because it is, <clears throat> and it is. Yeah, and um, it was <laughs> so uh. They show us the trailer, mm-hmm. and the laugh happens, mm-hmm. and everyone loses their fucking mind. Mm-hmm. And then the lights dim red, and Ian McDermott walked out, uh-huh. and he says in the Emperor voice, "Roll it again." And they I roll. love that he brought the mic up to say it, and they started laughing, and he had to put the mic yeah. down. <laughs> and he's like, "Hold on, hold on, I gotta compose myself." Roll because, it again, because <laughs> damn it, the room was just deafeningly loud at that point. He should have said, "Do it." Yeah. Oh! Roll it again. Do, Do it. it. <laughs> I would have exploded in my chair. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was hard enough. That was like like 11 o'clock in the morning here, something uh-huh. like that, and I'm watching it in yeah. my office like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I was moving around, mm-hmm. and I had to contain myself. Yeah. If I was at home, I would have ran to the kitchen, ran back. What? Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was, sitting, I was sitting at work. And it's just on, just off at the corner of my mm-hmm. eye, watching, listening, watching, listening. And then all of a sudden, then, you stop typing. Uh, it's like <laughs> the trailer. Okay, the trailer's coming up. People are walking into my walking into my cubicle. It's like, hey, I need your help. It's like, not today, Satan. I said, you you give me five minutes. Why? What's going on? I just said, okay, then you can come over here and watch over my shoulder, but you don't get to hear it. Also, don't speak to me. I am not. I am not sharing my headphones right now. <laughs> not doing it. Yeah. See, the phone was ringing like right uh-huh. in the middle of the trailer, and I'm like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> mm, I was like, I, mean, I can pause. <laughs> no, and literally, as I was reaching for it, someone else picked it up, and I was like, there is a God. <laughs> God wants me to watch Star Wars. <laughs> no. Mm. In uh-huh. silence. Yeah, um, I think I did that a couple times too. No, 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 no. Go away. Yeah, I. So, do we want to talk more about the 
the anything else on the panel we want to talk about before we talk about the trailer? I mean, other I than would, Oscar I, Isaac's fucking fabulous beard. Oh God, I love that man. <laughs> he's I'm, he is a he is a good Star Wars. I I I'm not going to admit that my ace ass thirsts like hell. Over there. He's a beautiful, beautiful human being. Have you did you uh, who is it Wired that does the thirsty tweets? Uh huh. Uh-huh. No, it's Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed does the yeah. thirsty tweets. Yeah, where, Him and where John Boyega reads. did it for <laughs> Last Jedi, and it was. Fucking comedy. Oh, when, oh. when Oscar Isaac read ones that says Oscar Isaac is inexplicably hot to me, yet, me a giant lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and Boyega goes, nice, worldwide domination, man. Um, but uh, that and uh, when Colbert asked him, you know, what it was like doing these interviews, he's like, well, it's a lot like this. But in Spanish. <laughs> like, that was my favorite answer. And that was like the only time Colbert was kind of thrown off his game. Because like, what is Star Wars in Spanish? Oh, it's Star Wars. <laughs> and he's like, is it? And he's like, no. no. no, no. <laughs> like you could hear people in the audience got it, but oh, yeah. Colbert's meme game was not strong. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, I like that. He's like, yeah, it's a lot like this, but you know, just in Spanish. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love him. <laughs> I, I love him. He's one of my favorites. I'm I've I've loved him since Lewin Davis. Mm. So I'm so excited to see him like do well. Yeah. It's my favorite thing yeah. ever. Okay, so trailer. Yes. yes. Trailer, trailer, trailer. Um Can we talk about how Poe looks like Nathan Drake? Kinda does. He does. He does, yeah. like with the little scarf mm-hmm. yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Nice. I yeah. like the scarf thing. I do too. I liked yeah. the, whatever battle barge they were on with yeah. poor fucking C3PO, <laughs> which I can only imagine is him going, Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> um I liked um the stuff that really like got to me in, in that trailer. Because mm-hmm. okay, so I just want to, ex- like, my overall feeling about the trailer. I, I was just saying earlier, like, um, I was emotionally a mess after Last Jedi. Not- again, nothing to do with the movie. It is a fucking great movie, but it just messed me up emotionally. And there's really <clears throat> no way to quantify it other than that. And it honestly, it, like, like I had told you after I got out of the movie, it felt like I just got broken up with. Mm-hmm. And that, again... Just an emotional response is completely separate from the film, which I feel like I have to say all the time because then people jump on my case. I'm like, no, the movie's great. It's an, it's just like Logan. Logan is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's very, very hard for me to watch because of the emotion it brings out in me, which makes it a good movie because right. it brings out that right. emotion. Yes. You know, but, just some of us just like to feel things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like to feel happy. No, um, <laughs> look, some of us are human, okay, <laughs> and we much. accept our emotions. Um, so, but honestly, it it put me into like a mild depression with Star Wars. Rebels kept me going because Rebels was I loved it so much, and I just kind of mm-hmm. tunnel visioned on yeah. that. But then Rebels ended, and I was having that, and it it. I think it made me more depressed <clears throat> that I couldn't get that fire going that I had for Star Wars fandom mm-hmm. back. Oh, it's been rough for And everybody. I was just like, oh, I need... And then all the negativity on top of that, it's like I couldn't even like grieve my favorite fictional character correctly because everyone was still arguing about it. Yeah. And I was just like, just s- stop. But after watching this trailer, by the end of it, like it was back. Like, like that was... I was so happy that I was that excited to see so, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I am 
<clears throat> this is my, I haven't done my general write-up of Celebration yet, mm. but it's very similar. It's been a rough year to be a Star Wars fan. Um, ever since Last Jedi came out, you know, Solo just kind of came and went and nobody really talked about it, which was unfortunate because Dude, I like Solo. Solo's Solo. fine. I was, just watched that a couple fine. days ago, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I should probably rewatch it because I haven't seen L3 it. L3 is amazing. Yeah. L3 yeah. needs more love. So, and you know, it's just, it's been very, it's been very contentious and it felt very divided. Mm-hmm. And just walking into that first panel at Celebration, it became very obvious right off of the bat that, you know, there were 35,000 people there a day. And even if that's just a part of the fandom, mm-hmm. it felt positive. Everything about mm-hmm. Celebration felt beautiful and loving and warm and accepting in a really unique and different way from, mm-hmm. like, the only way- reason I was really disenfranchised with Star Wars was after the Galaxy's Edge panel. And that was very much a, a, personal, a personal thing. A personal thing yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and something that... Several people have mentioned that they did feel the same way afterwards, that it was kind of a weird yeah. panel mm-hmm. to yeah. watch. So it's, hey, look at all the things <clears throat> you can buy. But then I almost immediately went to Rebels afterwards, and it was it was great to be you know around mm-hmm. people who were so excited about Star Wars, and just like the infectiousness of all of the actors who were so happy to be there, who, who understand the weight of what mm-hmm. they are doing, how important it is, how much this fandom means to people, to hear just the giant roars of excitement and people from when, like when Kathleen Kennedy first took the stage and, you know, being able to hear somebody be excited for her when she deserves every second Mm -hmm. of it to hear people cheer when, when JJ Abrams says that the best thing Ryan Johnson did was hire Kelly Marie Tran, Mm -hmm. you know, and seeing Mm -hmm. that, seeing that that standing ovation to see Kelly get emotional to see Ahmed Best get emotional and and see him up on stage and smiling and cracking jokes and being like my immediate thought was this guy needs to host more panels yeah. immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> he would be, he would be better than this than a Warwickus mm-hmm. because he's yeah. fantastic it was just it was an overall it felt very positive and it felt very invigorating and it, it as a couple of people I talked to like they all completely forgot about everything else except for Star Wars for those entire five days mm-hmm. <laughs> that meme of the the is like the guy and his girlfriend and the other girl like, girlfriend. And, it, and it was it was Avengers Endgame and then nerds and then Star Wars <laughs> walked by I was like that was last week that was last yeah. week everybody <laughs> just kind of um mm-hmm. uh Sorry, I got a message go. from my boss on on Slack. I'm having issues. Um, <clears throat> and it was just, it felt very positive. Everybody just seemed very happy to be there. And everybody, there wasn't an ounce of negativity in the room. You could not find it. Nobody was unhappy. There was not mm-hmm. a single person who was at Celebration who was there to start shit. And, like, that's what I was worried about. Like, that's half the reason mm-hmm. I went, if I'm going to be completely honest. Because the journalist in me is always looking for the shit show. When there was almost a riot at New York Comic Con this year because they wouldn't let people in who needed to get to interviews and press rooms, I almost turned around and ran back to the entrance, even though I was already in because I wanted to see the riot. Because that's just, that's what my instinct yeah. is. Yeah. And I, I even said to Mark when I was pitching going to Celebration this year, I'm like, it's going to be an interesting year because, you know, there's it's been a really contentious mm-hmm. fan. It wasn't. There was nothing upsetting about it. I mean, I, I think even the shipping panel went well, and the shipping panel was all anybody was talking about for like a full 24 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, everything was just fine. Everything was great. Everybody yeah. was happy. The only thing people were unhappy about were like the lines. <laughs> 
the lines to get into the celebration store to buy the merch was like the biggest thing against it. And all some people were angry about the lotteries and the lotteries system was a bit. Yeah, of a I mess. saw they did that with the, the yeah. Hasbro. They did. Ha- they with did with the all toys, the toys, the Black Series, and they stuff did with like all that. the exclusives, yeah, but, but and they did it with all you... the major panels. So no overnight lines. Yeah, but how? Did, can you think of a better way to do it? No, though there isn't. Yeah, and, and, exactly. And the spillover rooms that they had, they had two spillover theaters, and yeah. um, initially they weren't showing Mandalorian footage, and then they changed it, and they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's not like Hall H where there's a spillover room and they cut the screen to blank and not show the footage during the mm-hmm. live stream, which is just stupid. Mm-hmm. But even then, you know, like I didn't get to see a lot of it because I was mostly in the panels covering them. But like, if you go out, like the Star Wars show was doing like. Well, like people were from calling open it, to close. Yeah, they were doing like sports commentary the entire time, so and like I there's feel- this video of them announcing the title, uh, showing the title um, on the show floor by the by the Star Wars show stage because they were live streaming the panel there mm. too, and everybody just losing their fucking minds. It was just it it made me more hopeful about the fandom overall in a way that I haven't been in a long time because you guys know how disenfranchised I've been with Star Wars recently. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm in the thick of it. I'm watching, you know, I'm, I'm unfortunately, I was the one who was unfortunately reporting on all of the Kelly Marie stuff. I was seeing people make excuses for it. I've, I've seen Ryan Johnson's Twitter account and, you know, and it's just, it was a very, very good experience. And that's why I'm very much encouraging everybody from the podcast to go to Anaheim because next year, because it's it's a very unique con mm-hmm. in that it exists to celebrate one franchise, which is true. And most of it is just a bunch of people trying to sell you shit. But it's also a very warm and accepting con. Mm-hmm. And... You know, you will make new friends there and you will meet new people there. And, you know, it's just, it's fantastic. And I, yeah. it was a very, very positive experience overall, which is not what I was expecting going in. Mm. And I couldn't be more relieved coming out. Cool. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of going back to, to the trailer, um, the other, like there was a part in the trailer, mostly music always gets me. Mm-hmm. When they did mm-hmm. Leia's theme, yeah, oh. and they showed the the oh. holding the medal, I was like dead. Yeah, <laughs> I was dead, and it wasn't the first like the first time I was just so focused on seeing everything. Mm-hmm. It was like the third or fourth yeah. time I watched it. Yeah, that pops it, up, and then you suddenly and realize you're like, oh, uh, god. the weight of it really kicks in. Oh god, that and I love. I don't know if you guys saw the, the mirroring mm-hmm. of the text between episode one yes. and mm-hmm. episode nine. Are you yeah. kidding? I spent half of my weekend hanging out with Brian Young. Do you really think <laughs> no one told yeah, me about yeah. this shit? Um, I loved that. Um, I like uh, Ryan and I were joking. We're like, look, Ray fixed the lightsaber. She just put electrical tape around it. That's how I would have fixed it. <laughs> Everything else is just the force, right? Because there's like a black ring around the lightsaber. I was like, yeah, it makes total sense. That's exactly how I would have fixed that. <laughs> Got some electrical tape? Yeah, we'll yep. just tape this bitch back together. That's It'll fine. fix itself. I hope that's the first. <laughs> I, I hope that's the first scene. That's how Poe does. <laughs> that's how Poe helps. He throws her a roll of space electrical tape. Huh. <laughs> there you go. And they can even rehash the scene where she's like, no. No, no, that one, that one. And Finn can't pick it up, and Poe just walks by and grabs it and throws it and continues walking out of the room. Oh, God. It would be great. <laughs> but yeah, we talked about the, the duct tape lightsaber, which I'm glad um, she said it on the panel that the lightsaber was coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, they confirmed a couple but, of things. Yeah, that, uh, but 
yeah, for me it was. Jumps. They haven't said how long. Mm. Yeah. She said what a good amount of time. I think I'm was the closest. Guessing, I'm probably guessing six months to a year. Mm. That's my guess. Um, but yeah, all the Leia stuff really <laughs> hit. Um, the Mark Hamill's voiceover, mm-hmm. and like the biggest thing is he didn't say, you know, I have taught you. Oh yeah, he yeah. said we. we, and I'm like. Moby what? <laughs> all the force like, goes. Just bring them all in. All of them. All of them. All of them. Bring in, bring in the, you the, and McGregor. The Jedi, and, the um, Jedi pantheon of, yeah. of force ghosts. Well, everybody thought that because Hayden was there, they were going to announce him to be in episode nine, but they didn't. No. I was like, even if it's just Obi-Wan, like Yoda, Obi-Wan, Luke, I feel like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be cool to have Qui Gon in there. To have cool Liam to have Neeson Qui-Gon in there, in that'd there. be because f- Liam Neeson's fucking awesome. No, I mean, I mean, it'd be cool <laughs> to have cool, cool to bring in uh, Mace Windu, and <laughs> well, Mace Windu didn't learn it; he died first. Um, yeah, or yeah, just I mean, he could still like teach. I him always stuff. would like the. I've always wanted the Force Ghost scene where Qui Gon's jealous that Yoda and Obi Wan learned how to come back as a people, and he only comes back as like lights in the wind and shit. And he's like, <laughs> Man, he's he's half formed. Yeah, he's like you gonna be people. That's not fair. <laughs> but I mean, Liam Neeson voice. Right, that's all right, you really need. Right, and Mace Windu comes back, and he's like. 12 feet tall. <laughs> Surprise, Mace Windu is the emperor. He's, um, he's just like God-sized. I liked the, because uh, um, after, you know, Palpatine's laugh yeah. at the end of it with the Death Star, mm-hmm. it was like st- chills every time yeah. I watch it. I'm just like, yeah. the thing I think of now is... One of my favorite Twitters, emo Kylo Ren, uh-huh. responding to Ryan Johnson, where it was like, Ryan Johnson, let the past die, kill it if you have to. J.J. Abrams, and it was a picture of Palpatine <laughs> with his arms out, and I was like, thank you, emo Kylo Ren, because that was amazing. Or the one that Ryan sent to us of, uh, they put Palpatine's head on K2. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm here to rescue you. Please do not resist. <laughs> um... But yeah, that and then, you know, Ian McDermott being up there mm-hmm. on the stage. Like I have watched that trailer. I would I would highly times. recommend everybody watch all of the panels they have up mm-hmm. on the, yeah. the official Twitter because uh while it's a lot of fun to be in the room, it is a lot of fun to watch those live mm-hmm. streams. Mm-hmm. I would highly recommend them. You can get a good feel. Yeah. You can get a good feel for it. Uh, uh that that trailer it hit a lot of points. It hit a lot of things. It is driving people crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Can you? I can't Charles. wait for uh. eight more months of freaking who's raised parents and who's what. All the Palpatine. What theories. is a right. Skywalker? Oh. Do you know how? <laughs> like the day after the day after the trailer came out, there were at least a dozen like YouTube videos on my recommended page. Just for like, is that really the Death Star? Is it a new Death Star? Is it the old Death Star? Yes, but Mark Hamill is the first one or the second one. Is that Endor (laughs) or is it Yavin? What what is this? What is this? Mark Hamill going on. He's like, all right, my episode nine thing. Luke didn't actually die. He just force projected himself to Tashi Station to get those damn power (laughs) converters. And then when he was being interviewed about it, how much he loves trolling them, and he's like, what are they going to do, fire me? (laughs) And I was like, Mark Hamill, thank you for being on this planet for exactly that reason. Like, he knows, and he takes the character seriously, but he also knows, 
when it's a fucking joke. Uh-huh. He's like, listen, guys, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're going to freak out about whatever I say, so I might as well make it funny. My, right. The prevailing theory right now is that they're going to do what they did in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, in that Skywalker is going to be a thing that anybody can be. Yeah, like a title. Yeah, it's like a title. Uh-huh. It's a thing you can aspire to right. be. Right. Mm-hmm. It's either it's either going to be that the or... The Order of the Skywalker. Well, it's, it's not it's a either, Jedi. It's either going to be that or... Ray, who has no last name, will take that Takes as a yeah, symbolically, yeah. adopts the name. Symbolically yeah. takes mm-hmm. the name, which is fine too. I'm fine right. with that. Right. I, I do not I've got I I do not I think JJ might have said that he is not retconning anything that Oh no, that, I wouldn't that, that I wouldn't Ryan think Johnson so. is doing. He said Why that there's was... going to be more to her story. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking I'm thinking that that means that they're going to do like a post-death redemption of her parents and that maybe she wasn't sure. sold. She was had to be she was taken maybe instead of abandoned and you know maybe something like that or they were forced to give her up for some reason. Yeah. And and they're just they're going to kind of mm-hmm. redeem her parents into they're still going to be nobodies right. but they're not going to be bad nobodies. They're going to be right. good nobodies who right. died for some noble reason. Right. And but that's not even that's not even uh, retconning uh, well, they said the Last that Jedi. That's that's a very Star Wars thing yeah, to do. Yeah, it is. It is. Because I hello, fuck you Obi-Wan <gasps> from a certain point of view. <laughs> fuck off. Oh, no. Obi-Wan is the worst and so is Qui-Gon. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys. Are you either of you on team redemption for Kylo Ren? No. Neither am I. No. He's he's it would be while, too much while, like while it would I be too much like Return of the Jedi in right. my opinion. While I do yeah. think it while I do think it's possible, you know, just from a narrative standpoint, it is possible of course, it to is do possible. that. And it would make sense in the story still. Mm-hmm. I I think it is more interesting. Yeah. To He's to had not two opportunities now. Right. To turn. Right. And he has turned down both of them in major ways. Yeah. And yeah. But then again, how many how many chances did Anakin have? And it's just uh, it it would feel too much like, you know, Return of the Jedi for me. It would, uh-huh. and one of the big criticisms of the Force Awakens was, was that it was too much like, like uh, New Hope. Yeah, yeah. and I mm-hmm. hope they go with something completely different. I I, tra- I do too. So I was trying to find a quote that I had read earlier from J.J. <coughs> Abrams that said uh, it was uh, speaking on the point of changing stuff. He didn't say he was going to change anything. He said that there were questions that he didn't feel were fully answered and he wasn't speaking on like Ray or anything that he was going to yeah approach in this I film. mean I mean I hope somebody I really hope that JJ Abrams has a, a very good friend that heard him say that and then just like put their hand on his shoulder and said do you really understand irony <laughs> the fact that you of all people would say, you need to you answer know, questions. There are really just <laughs> questions that weren't answered. Uh, have you watched any of your movies or TV shows? <laughs> have you have you read anything so you wrote? So I, I I do have major concerns going into this movie uh, because yeah, um, I think it's going to be I, it has the potential to be an Avengers versus Avengers Age of Ultron problem, and mm-hmm. that both movies could technically have the same problems, but they are looked at as extreme differences in quality for novelty alone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's sticking the landing is not an easy thing to do. 
regardless of how it yeah. is. Right. And I'm I'm very very concerned about that going in. We were we were just talking about this uh, earlier today. I was like, you think uh like he's going to, you know, he's like, "Oh, and then we leave a cliffhanger and he turns over his shoulder and Kathleen's like, "No, no JJ." No. And he goes, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it's like I want Kathleen Kennedy to mom the hell out of this movie. Like JJ, J- that's not a good idea. I, don't, I think she will. <laughs> what about if they were on Earth the whole time? No, no, no JJ. No, 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 JJ. No. And then there was a space clover field. No, no. JJ, stop. Go to your room and think about what you just said. He comes out. I shouldn't have talked about the space clover fields. That's right. Now Ray's get back really out there and direct. Right. And then okay. Ray comes back as a smoke monster. <laughs> no. 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 No, JJ. Go sit in the corner this time. They were dead the whole time. Oh, God. M. Night Shyamalan, how'd you get here? <laughs> um, like I said, sticking the landing is yeah. hard regardless how you're going to do it. And, and, it's a and lot J- yeah, of, JJ it's a lot has a. JJ he, has a. a a, a, track, a track record. record. A track record of not being able to stick the landing. So I'm hoping that, and I I don't like Orsi at all. I think uh-uh. Orsi's a terrible writer. So yeah, I do too. And I have very I have real concerns going into this about the script, mm-hmm. about whether or not this conclusion in any way can be satisfying. If there is a satisfying conclusion, if there's the only satisfying conclusion that the rage nerds want are Han, Luke and Leia celebrating on Endor. God damn it. With the yub yubs. (laughs) And even then they don't like the yub yubs. Pitch a fucking fit over the yub yubs. Well, no, that's a generational thing. I mean, you have one generation that loves them, and then one generation that hates them, and then another generation says, like, yeah, but what about the Porgs? And then you have another ones that are like, but Gungans are neat. As long as you got Lando in there, everything's fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) We can all come together because there is all something we hate about Star Wars. The last thing I wanted to talk about from the panel was Billy D. Williams, (laughs) who sounded like he had a lot of pent-up issues. He was like, why do you guys keep coming up and blaming me for Han Solo? (laughs) Nobody died. I was like, did anybody die? (laughs) No. That's what I thought. He's like, that's 60 years of pent up. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. Quit yelling at me. Did I and save And it wasn't a- even me. It was a character I played. Yeah, did I, I save the whole city? I did. <laughs> did everyone survive? Uh, they did. Did Will Rohood escape with the ice cream? In the yes. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. So what did I do wrong? <laughs> and I blew up a Death Star. Boom. Oh. <laughs> Mic drop. And Sorry. I looked good I doing to talk it. about that. <laughs> Flips his cape <laughs> that he didn't have a second ago. <laughs> Lando my God, reinstalling my God, the cape my God. room. He was wearing the same. He was wearing the same yellow shirt. The yep, yellow, the, the, yeah. yeah. So that I you guys was like, saw the uh, the meme that I sent you like right after the trailer uh-huh. came out. Over my I will dead get body. my ship back <laughs> over my dead body. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you think Lando immediately went and reinstalled the cape room? He's like, nope. My. Throws out, throws out a bunch of junk, and he starts hanging <laughs> the capes back up. All right. <laughs> I mean. Deleted scene. I would die for that. I would die for Lando in the cape room. Or right, he walks right, by and on. he looks and goes, "No." What? What? You, what is your biggest hope for this movie? Um, what? What has to be there? Because I, I know, I know what I want more than anything. What do you want more than anything? I want, I want Lando to put a cape on Finn <laughs> and Poe. What if? I want Poe and Finn, Finn to fi- find the cape. What if they find the cape room like two kids that are like wandering around and shit? And they're like, 
Okay, broom! <laughs> Please. And BB-8's oh, already I, in there. I want Ray to cut Kylo Ren in half. Ooh. Yeah, that girl's got claws. Which way? <laughs> anyway, I, I mean, don't care. No, I mean, this is very important. Are we going vertical or horizontal? Because there's... Horizontal. I would like to see her. Like, just don't throw them down a, a yeah, shaft, yeah. because apparently yeah. shafts, shafts don't you work. survive if yeah. you fall down a shaft in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Even getting cut in half, mm-hmm. you may survive right. in Star Wars. So maybe she needs to, like, go right down the middle. I just, right. like... Uh, Somewhere there's an Engineers Guild meeting, and they're <clears> going, like, look, this is why we put the pillows at the bottom <laughs> of every shaft. It's like one of those, when they, he falls down, it's one of those, like, curly slides from McDonald's. <laughs> Ball pit. <laughs> yeah, when I when after the trailer came Death out, I posted a tweet that pit. said I'm on team no redemption for Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. and that I Ray has claws. She grew up a scavenger. She's a wolf in sheep's clothing, and I want to see those claws, and I want to see her cut Kylo Ren in half. Yes, so for me, uh, and I don't even think I have a it must be in there. But if I'm talking about something that I would love to see that would probably make me mm-hmm. cry, would be you and McGregor. Force Ghost Obi Wan. If mm-hmm. I see that, I'm gonna be like, Ben. I'm probably gonna cry <laughs> anyway. Is... Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's. I'm sure that's going to happen. But I mean, as far as what I want is, I just want a good movie. It's all I mm-hmm. ever want oh, out of yeah. anything. I just yeah. want to watch a good movie, and mm-hmm. I would like a satisfying ending. I don't know if it's possible for there to be one, but I would like something. I I would really. I I the the person in me that likes happy endings would really like the trio to get a happy ending, but I don't know if that's necessarily possible. Dancing with the porgs. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> and, you know, um, yeah, I would, I just want a good movie and I have, I have concerns, so I'm just not going to think about it for now. I'm just too focused on the immediate wanting another yeah. series to end satisfyingly. For, yeah. For, for now, we, all we can really say is, well, let's trust that Kathy knows what she's doing. Yeah. And, I do. And and kept a leash on everybody. And she has. And that's that's something that annoys right. me about the things that people say about her, how, you know, she fired she Morton Miller has and she done got rid of Trevor. Good she's job. being a boss. Yeah. That's what you do. When mm-hmm. you see shit going off the rails, mm-hmm. you step in and you go, right. I'm sorry, this isn't working. Right. I'm not gonna let you continue. Right. We're moving and on. I, and I also I would I also trust her to recognize a good script. Mm-hmm. And to get it fixed, yeah. Because she even seems if to even love if it's Star- uncredited, if, if she she seems to love Star Wars just as much as the rest of us, and oh, that's yeah. something that I think a lot of fans don't seem to the fans again they don't mm-hmm. like her don't seem to realize is that right. you know you, she seems to have so much love in her heart for right. all of the stuff that she works. Well, on. there's there was a reason that she was handpicked by Lucas yeah, to run that. He didn't mm-hmm. just throw that to her because of no reason. No. I mean, like. You just need to look at her credits to see what she's been involved mm-hmm. with. I mean, mm-hmm. like, she picked out E.T.'s eyes. Yeah. The it reason like, why E.T. looks the way he does is because of Kathleen Kennedy. Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like like most of the people that, uh, that Lucas hand chose have done, because Filoni was the same way. Yeah. He was yeah. another hand-chosen person. Mm-hmm. And then without George Lucas overseeing them, you see actually how efficient and well they work. Yeah. yeah. Is like, and they were putting out good stuff with him over them. Yeah. But then yeah. when you remove him, and they can kind of independently do their stuff, it works. It does. Mm-hmm. And and but no one hates. I don't think like Filoni doesn't get hate 
Like no, I mean, no, of course not. Because he's there's a always going to be yeah, people. because because yeah, he's a man. He's a man. It's, right. That's true. There's let, let, let's be totally honest here. The right. hate against Kathleen Kennedy is, is it is fifty percent com- funded by misogyny. Mm. Oh, fifty at really? least <laughs> at least no, it is one hundred percent misogyny. And you just you and and she has done <clears throat> nothing that warrants <clears throat> any kind of animosity. No, of course not. And but 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 you can't call people on that kind of thing because yeah. they won't admit it. They'll yeah. come. They'll try to come up with some reason that explains right. it, and there, there is no explaining it. Right. I mean, you just need to look at the universal adoration for Kevin Feig. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody has anything bad to say about Kevin ever, and they're pretty much the same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in different franchises. Right. Why? Well, if any, if anything, Kathy Kathleen Kennedy has a better track record than yeah. than Kevin. She's been Feig. doing it longer too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Most of our childhoods exist because of Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I always think of at the end of every celebration is like, I feel so bad for her voice. Because at the end, she's like, yeah, it's, I've been talking for four days straight, guys. <laughs> and then same with the Star Wars show, guys. Yeah. Oh, like I this last year, Andy yeah. Gutierrez is like, I can't talk. Right. I've been talking for and here, 72 hours This was a five-day celebration, yeah. too. And here we are, just before we started recording, all three of us are like, hey, let's do that next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds good. It is good. We'll, we'll do it. I'm gonna it do is. it. I'm gonna. Do it, it is. It's gonna We're gonna burn through so many memory cards. <laughs> <laughs> the most. Yeah. The most. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap this uh, episode? Up? I'm sure it's a long episode. Well, too. yeah. I mean, with like the yeah, least the, amount the of notes time, we've ever had. Yeah. We yeah. No well, the next time, the next time we, next time we do this, we get to talk about Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Kyle will have seen it by then. Yes. Yes, we will. Wait, um, shit. Oh, they told oh, us oh. not to say that. Did they really? Yeah, they actually did. They said, don't oh, don't doom. mention it. Can you edit that out? I mean, yeah. I'll just put a porg noise out. <laughs> no, I think it's, I, I actually think it's close enough. <laughs> We're okay. It won't come out till Friday. It's fine. So. fine. I would like you to edit it out anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, we see. It's in there somewhere. You're gonna have to find it. Yeah, just it's one. It's one of those waveforms. Uh, You'll find it. One thirty-ish. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Eight-ish. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, um, I will say that there's a very interesting theory going on because there is this sizzle reel going around, Mm -hmm. and a couple people posed a very interesting theory about it. In that, why would Marvel make? This sizzle reel. It makes no sense because apparently it contains some pretty significant spoilers. Why would they make that? So some people are legitimately concerned whether or not this sizzle reel was created by Marvel, filmed by someone who released it honestly with looking with like it's It was Mark Hamill. (laughs) No, like who who filmed like it's a fake sizzle reel. Like those spoilers are not real. And they filmed it. With a cell phone and 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 leaked it, and the only reason why they released it with looking like bad cell phone footage is because if they didn't, it would look like they were intentionally leaking something. Mm-hmm. But regardless, there is that thing out there. Avoid Newsweek. Newsweek are the ones who posted a bunch of spoilers, so be aware of them. Just be careful online for the next week yeah. or so. Uh, the movie premieres. Uh, I, I, you don't have to worry about press people. Spoiling it. I believe the world premiere is on Monday. Right. Uh, and then most press screenings mm-hmm. are soon after. And then the movie premieres Wednesday in, I think, a bunch of, te- a handful of territories. So just kind of 
be careful and don't spoil shit for people. I mean, like if you see these spoilers, don't don't post them. I'm mean, like we're right in the middle of Game of Thrones right now. Yeah. Like don't post spoilers to shit people. Just don't be that asshole. Mm-hmm. Be be nice. Be courteous. Don't try to ruin anyone else's fun. It's yeah. It's, yeah. it's unnecessary. And yeah. And that goes for you too, fucking media outlets and your spoilers in headlines. Yes. <laughs> yes. When you said that, you were looking directly at her. I was like, "Oh my god." No. Is he yelling at her? <laughs> no. Like he no, was just no. talking my, about news my, in general. My but people it was know funny. better. My people yeah, know funny. better. Uh, they definitely know better. Uh, regardless of whether or not they're going to write about something, if they're going to write about something, it is not going to be in the headline or mm-hmm. in the URL. There are a couple of places that mm-hmm. sneak them into the URLs. EW has done that a few times, so is yeah. CBR. But yeah. just be wary, you know, and... Like I said, we're smack in the middle of Game of Thrones right now, which I know everybody else is super excited about. So just don't be a dick. Yeah. You know, if you want to read the spoilers, that's on you. That's your decision. Mm-hmm. If that's how you want to, you know, do it. If mm-hmm. that's how you want to watch the culmination of a, over a decade's worth of movies and 22 mm-hmm. stories. And if that's how you want to watch it on a bad grainy cell phone footage. All right. That's, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, don't ruin it for anybody else. It's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do you want to plug some stuff? Yeah, we should probably plug some stuff. Mm. It's time to end this <laughs> thing, isn't it? You can find my stuff on Bleeding Cool, on Watch, Play, Read, on Rants and Reels, and Utah Outcasts, and my books places. Are you going to be yeah. at FanX this weekend? I will be at FanX this weekend. On Friday, I get to do a fun panel uh on the anniversary of willow mm-hmm. hell yes yeah and then i get to talk about the the new doctor who's and that's going to be a lot of fun, fun. Mm-hmm. fun. and get me cosplay pictures right i will get you cosplay pictures Woo-hoo! i will get you many cosplay pictures Woo-hoo! <laughs> the the thing is is his finger's going to be in the very bottom part of the frame it better not be <laughs> <laughs> That's his official assignment. <laughs> That's I, I told him this or last month. I think I told you that your official assignment for right. Fanex is they'll um, all be they'll all be pictures from like the top balcony of everybody and like look God. at all the cosplays. They're all down there. They'll just label and Luke circle will them all. Slyly be in the background <laughs> of every single cosplay picture. <laughs> what? No, that wouldn't happen. Um, like, hold on, right. wait. You got some more? Is that it? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can find me on Bleeding Cool and on Twitter uh, at Katie's Movies. Give me a follow. Um, you will not see me at FanX because this is literally the only weekend I am going to be in Utah for the entire month of April. And uh, I think if I went to another con, uh, somebody uh, who is a little higher at Bleeding Cool might actually have a coronary. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have to work a graveyard at my other job this weekend. So yeah. you will not see me at this FanX. But um, if you have any convention questions about CinemaCon or about Celebration, if you would like my opinion on both cons, if you would like to know whether or not you think you should attend Celebration, you know, shoot me a DM on Twitter. All that stuff is open. And yeah, look, just look for my stuff. I'm just I'm writing a ton right now and trying to get back on the horse. Cool. Yeah, uh, I'll I will be at FanX. I'm not doing any panels this time, but I will be walking around. So you can see me if you see me. Um, 
The weekend after FanX is Wasatch Comic Con. Yes. Uh, and we will be doing a live show there. Mm-hmm. I will unfortunately um, not be attending that. My best friend from college is getting married in DC. I'll have, have to tell you what I have planned. It's it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm not sure exactly what time yet, but uh, we'll get that info out there when the live show is going to be. I'm going to do some panels there too. Um, I just uh, recorded another episode of the Push My Buttons Games uh, podcast where we talked about accessibility in gaming. So it was a, it was a really good, really good episode. That's up now. Um, and we're doing, we've been doing a, um, like a, like a March Madness style bracket of like uh, video game characters from like fighting games. Um, and that's been going for about a week now. And it's, uh, we just keep, Posting up new mashups mm-hmm. every day, and it's, Zangief it's fun, fun. wins all of them. <laughs> Zangief is in there. Don't worry, <laughs> I'm not going to ignore that chest hair. But okay, um, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can find us on nerddomepodcast.com, on iTunes, Stitcher, then Google Plays, on Instagram and Twitter at the Nerd Dome. And you can find us on Facebook at the Nerd Dome Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, go ahead and write in, and we will answer them on the show. But, uh, yeah. Oh, Ryan's not here. Who gets to do it? Don't forget sub- to subscribe. You oh, now? you ruined it. Exit the dome. <laughs> I'm dying. Say fuck responsibility. <laughs> fuck responsibility. I can see the whole time. Hell, I, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm still sick. Something broccoli people? Something broccoli people? Something, something broccoli people? Hive and villainy. Yeah. Mother, cancel the countdown. From across the fandomverse, one podcast stands out above all of the rest of them. Well... One podcast is sponsored by the major super corporate conglomerate. No, 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 no it's not. Come on, guys, you gotta give me something to work with. I'm Brandon. And I'm Nick. Uh, I'm Jeff. And we're the hosts of the Fandom Podcast, a safe-for-work discussion from across the fandomverse. Every week, we share some geek news. And then we discuss a topic from across the fandoms. Subscribe over at fandompodcast.com. And until then, may the fandom be with you. I think we should do it again. No, we, we got it, Nick. Don't worry. We got it. No, no, really. We should do it one more time. No, no, we're okay. We're, we, we're good. Come on, guys. Let, let's, let's do take 37. Nope, nope. No, we got it on 35. I'm not sure why we did 36.